All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. It's finally here, budget day. Though after some confusion, it's still going to be called an interim budget. For live coverage of the event and for all the in-depth analysis on what it entails, log on to BloombergQuint.com both during and after the budget. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 1st of February. Well, it seems foreign investors are getting primed for some big announcements later today. Yesterday, they infused the highest amount in a single day into Indian equities in nearly two months. FIIs bought a record 3,006 crore rupees of stocks during yesterday's session. On to news on the Indian economy. You'll get a lot more clarity today on the headline numbers. That's the GDP, the fiscal deficit and the revenue deficit. But here's an update. The Indian economy apparently grew faster than earlier projected over the last two years despite the twin shocks of demonetization and the implementation of GST. The first revised estimates of national income for 2017-18, which also include second and third revisions to growth estimates for the previous years, were released by the government's statistical office on Thursday and they present a sharply different picture of the economy over the last few years. For 2017-18, the first revised estimate for GDP growth now stands at 7.2% compared to the 6.7% estimated earlier. And for 2016-17, the year demonetization was announced, GDP growth has been revised higher to 8.2% compared to the earlier estimate of 7.1%. The Niti Aayog defended Prime Minister Narendra Modi's record of creating jobs even as a controversy rages after two members of a statistical panel quit and a leaked draft report showed unemployment rose to a four-decade high after the note ban. Speaking about that report, Rajiv Kumar, the vice chairman of the Niti Aayog, said it was a draft and had not been finalised by the government. He added that the government decided to hold the report as it doesn't have data for the comparable period and it is still being processed. In heartening news from the perspective of the government's revenue collections this year, the government's goods and services tax collections for December crossed the 1 lakh crore mark in December, only the third time since it was introduced. In the banking space, the Reserve Bank of India yesterday announced that on a yearly basis, non-food bank credit increased by nearly 13% in December compared with 10% a year ago. In other news on banks, Bank of India, Bank of Maharashtra and Oriental Bank of Commerce have been allowed to exit the Reserve Bank of India's prompt corrective action framework fully. Remember, a total of 11 banks were put under the PCA by the central bank and restrictions were imposed on them till they fixed a large number of non-performing assets on their books. In other news, Vedanta has sparked corporate governance concerns after buying an interest in South African miner Anglo-American PLC from the Indian group's controlling shareholder and billionaire Anil Garwal's family trust. Ken India Holdings, which is a fully owned subsidiary of Vedanta, paid Volkin Investments, which is also the group's parent, $200 million or 1,431 crore rupees for an interest in Anglo-American in December, according to a note to its earnings filings. The company will invest 2,000 crore more rupees in the miner over the next 20 months. Agarwal owns 19% in Anglo-American. Two of Amazon.com's 
largest sellers in India are likely to cease operations from the 1st of February, according to a person privy to the development. The person said that the sellers, which are Cloudtail and Apario, will stop listing their products on the Jeff Bezos-owned online marketplace. That's because the government's latest policy on foreign investment in e-commerce, which comes into effect on the 1st of February, barred online marketplaces from owning stake in sellers on their platform and striking exclusive deals. In international markets, Asian shares will look to build on gains that were made in the US shares overnight after technology stocks pushed the S&P 500 index to an eight-week high. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how's it looking ahead of budget day? Hi Alex, good morning. Good morning everyone. Global queues are stable at this point of time and the SCX Nifty is also indicating a stable outlook. A lot of nifty numbers out today. Dr. Eddy, State Bank of India, Titan will be the nifty numbers. And a lot of other mid-caps include ExxonMobil, Berger Paints, BSC, Carborandum Universal, Deepak Nitrate, Monsanto and Unichem Labs will report numbers today. Vedanta, the numbers were in line with estimates, but the related party transaction raises concern on the use of cash. The disclosure said that they have invested 200 crore in parent Vulcan structured investment in Anglo-American and another 300 crore more would come in. The shares and voting interest will remain with Vulcan and Vedanta's return would depend on the stock performance of Anglo-American. So this definitely raises a lot of concerns. CLSA and Motilal Oswal have downgraded the counter and the other brokerages have have cut the target price on Vedanta. Power Grid third quarter numbers were in line with expectation, but Power Grid is indicating a major step down in CAPEX from FY20 onwards. Bharti Airtel consolidated numbers were in line with estimates. India mobile revenues were good. The fall was clearly there in the revenues, but it was smaller than expected. Africa is stabilizing, while there is acceleration in the 4G subscriber edition. Hero Motocop also numbers in line, subdued demand outlook and margin concerns still prevail and Hero's key priced 100cc bike segment is shrinking, that could be a matter of concern. UPL numbers in line with estimates, revenues were up 17%, EBITDA was up 23%. Petronet LNG also in line set of numbers, revenues were down 6%, EBITDA was down 4% and profit was flat, it came in line with what the street was anticipating. NMDC revenues up 48%, profit up 77% and EBITDA up 78%, so strong numbers. Strong numbers from the other mid-caps include Axelia Kale and HSIL, while weak numbers from Dana Bank as well as TD Power Systems. In terms of... Uh, stocks to watch out for. RBI says that Bank of India, Bank of Maharashtra and OBC have been allowed to exit the PCA framework after meeting the regulatory norms. Yes Banks receives the RBI note for appointment of Ajay Kumar as the interim MD and CEO of the bank till the time Ranveer Gill joins in. SQS India BFSI approves share buyback of 4.6 lakh shares at a price of 550 per share. And Moyle says that price of ferro and chemical grade have been decreased by about 5% on the existing prices. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And thank you all for listening in. As always, and in particular today, there's a lot more on the website, bloombergquin.com, so do check it out. And don't forget to check out, like I told you earlier, the budget coverage over the course of the day. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.